We've got controversy for LeBron James based on his comments about Hong Kong. We've got a well-known television medical reporter bravely reporting on her own illness. And for one big night, the eyes of the political universe were on Ohio, with the Democratic candidates here to debate. This is The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. I'm Chris Quinn. After three debates that largely failed to address Midwestern issues in depth, the 12 Democrats on the stage in Westerville, Ohio, Tuesday night had a fairly robust discussion, and they found a way to tie the topics to regional problems. The economy and jobs were a prime focus of the first hour of discussion, including the month-long strike by auto workers against General Motors and the closure of the Lordstown GM plant. Guns and the August Massacre in Dayton got some play, and the debate even featured a question from a teacher about the opioid crisis. It was a stark difference from the previous three debates, which have mostly focused on health care, with passing attention given to Midwestern issues. The debate also saw robust attacks on candidate Elizabeth Warren, who has been moving ahead of most of the other candidates in polls. One of the most antiquated and forbidding public housing projects in Northeast Ohio would be torn down and replaced, according to plans by Cleveland and the Cuyahoga Metropolitan Housing Authority. We're talking about Woodhill Homes, which is nearly 500 apartments on Woodland Avenue and Woodhill Road. The place was built in 1940. Many of the apartments have no showers. Several barely have heat. Replacing the complex would take six years and use a $35 million federal grant if the city can win it. People living there now would be scattered elsewhere in the neighborhood during construction. City Planning Director Freddie Collier says rebuilding will help inspire hope in low-income tenants seeking to improve their lives. An 11th-hour push to increase minority representation at the Cleveland Rising Summit has upset some members of the Latino community who believe they are being approached way too late in the game. Some 850 people have registered to participate in the late October event, which aims for community consensus on what Cleveland should become by the year 2030 and what economic development goals it should set to guarantee wealth opportunities for all. Organizers have hoped to have the demographics of the attendees mirror the community, but as of Tuesday, African Americans and Hispanics were underrepresented. Cleveland Rising organizers have reached out to Hispanic and African American groups to try to boost registration. Gus Hoyas, president of the Hispanic Contractors Association of Northeast Ohio, told Cleveland.com that he wasn't made aware of the summit until last week, which he deemed disrespectful. He suggested more should have been done to attract a diverse crowd. People were blasting away at LeBron James Tuesday for his comments about Hong Kong and China. In Hong Kong, around 200 protesters gathered at a basketball court, chanted obscenities aimed at James, stomped on shirts bearing his name, and burned one of his old Miami Heat jerseys. In the United States, people took to social media to register their dismay. Why? James went public with criticism of Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey for his support of pro-democracy supporters in Hong Kong. The gist of James' message was that Morey was misinformed. 
James acknowledged a right of free speech, but he said it comes with ramifications. He said many people could have been harmed financially, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. James's critics accused him of putting his Chinese financial interests ahead of democracy. Monica Robbins has told hundreds of stories about people battling medical challenges, and this week she told her audience that she is now battling her own. The longtime WKYC Channel 3 medical reporter revealed that she has a brain tumor called a meningioma. Removing it will be complicated because it sits atop her optic nerve and carotid artery. She does not yet know if it is cancerous. Robbins is a fixture on Channel 3 and has been since 1998. She has taken a leave of absence. Ever the reporter, she plans to keep reporting on her own condition via Channel 3 and social media. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony in Cleveland next May could be one for the ages, with the Doobie Brothers, Pat Benatar, the notorious B.I.G., and Whitney Houston on the ballot of nominees. The others on the ballot are Motorhead, Judas Priest, Rufus, featuring Chaka Khan, Todd Rundgren, MC5, Soundgarden, Kraftwerk, T-Rex, Depeche Mode, The Dave Matthews Band, Nine Inch Nails, and Thin Lizzy. With Houston and Benatar likely to collect a lot of votes, it will not just be the boys who are back in town come induction time. The ceremony is May 2nd. Thank you for listening to The Wake Up. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition. (laughs) 